welcome to this edition of The Current Report, our weekly roundup of what's happening in the world of digital media. I'm Kat Vesey, filling in for our usual host, Damian Fowler from sunny Los Angeles. For many American marketers and consumers, the past two years have been somewhat anxiety-ridden, but it appears things are looking up. Last week, the Federal Reserve predicted the U.S. won't fall into a recession after all. And to add on to that, inflation dropped to its lowest rate since 2021. Now, major companies are reporting positive results after increasing their advertising spend. Procter & Gamble, one of the largest advertisers in the world, revealed it saw organic sales growth after increasing advertising by more than $450 million last quarter. But P&G isn't alone, with L'Oreal, Unilever, and Nestle among the companies also reporting an uptick in sales after spending more on advertising. These companies represent the latest examples of what happens when brands increase ad spend during economic uncertainty. Our reporter Chris Brooklier spoke with marketers and analysts to get a beat on how the current market conditions are shifting the ad world's overall approach. And he joins us now. Hi, Chris. Thanks for being here. Thank you. So what were the biggest takeaways from your conversations? What are some of the things marketers are focused on right now? You know, you have to be able to adapt with the times and be able to shift your ad spend to, you know, really figure out um, sort of what the next hurdle is coming with the economy. There's such a big balance between brand uh, marketing and performance marketing, right? And and figuring out how those two align and how those two kind of work on a string together. I think that different industries like CPG or auto, they kind of went both different ways with how they decided to figure out that mix. But those were some of the big keys that I learned from this. Yeah. Tell me a bit more about that. Predictably, no two verticals are alike. Can you describe how these two industries, CPG and auto, have adapted their marketing strategies for the current environment? Yeah, definitely. So everyday products from CPG to groceries were really hit really hard by inflation because you know we bought them more often. And what happened here was CPG went more into performance marketing to try to track the customers that they've had before. But what happened here was customers started trading down to cheaper products to try to combat that inflation. And it was easier for these marketers in the CPG lane to attract former customers to try to lure them back. And then on the other side, what we saw from auto was they actually leaned more into brand marketing as a way to really up their long-term brand building. And this was caused more by the supply chain and the, and the lack of cars that they had in the market in the early part of last year. And what's also interesting is, you know, obviously electric cars are becoming such more of a bigger deal. And I think this plays into the long-term brand building, right? Because you want to establish yourself as a player in the electric car market. 5% of cars were sold in the U.S. and those were, those were electric cars. But actually 40% of the marketing came in the electric car lane for auto manufacturers. So those are just the two strategies that we see playing out for these different verticals. Yeah, you started to go into this just now, but I really loved how your story also covered how, unfortunately for some CPG brands, they actually lost market share as they were forced to increase prices and also drop their ad spend at the same time. What is the way back for those brands? Yeah, so I spoke with an agency, Exforus Agency, and they they really specialize in CBG brands. And what they told me was, this is sort of the double whammy, right? When you you lose market share and you also have to decrease your your advertising while also increasing the measurable measurable results that you can see 
And I think they they describe this as as sort of two engines that are running at the same time, right? They have to run sort of interacting with each other. And they've seen success in this in this um, two-part strategy. But I think all of it has to come with data, right? So even if you're even if you're brand marketing, you still have to make sure that there's a data component in there. Yeah, well, it seems ROI will remain every marketer's favorite acronym for the time being. Thanks for the insights, Chris. Thank you. Of course, inflation isn't the only thing driving conversations in advertising right now. Supporting diverse media is also in the spotlight. Case in point is General Motors. GM has doubled its ad spend for Black-owned media in the last two years, and the auto giant has plans to double it again to 8% by 2025. Helping lead that charge is GM exec Brianne Bullis-Marshall, who says the drive to spend more isn't just an ethical one, but also fills a growing business need. We recently spotlighted Bullis Marshall and why she hopes diverse media spending will become a regular part of a company's strategy instead of a dedicated line item in the future. To read the full story, head to thecurrent.com. Next, here's our weekly roundup of what's making news across the internet. Spanish language network Televisa Univision reported its best upfront in nearly a decade, bucking the trend of what some analysts are calling a slow upfront season. Adweek reports the network's streaming service, VIX, saw a major success with around 80% of advertisers adding streaming buys to their traditional TV buys. That's up a staggering 70% from last year. The network is now the fourth to complete its upfronts negotiations, joining NBC Universal, Paramount, and Fox. And in the face of the actors and writers' strikes, Sony Pictures is pushing back the release dates of several upcoming major films. The next Spider-Man movie, which was slated for March 2024, as well as the new Karate Kid and Ghostbusters movies, will all be reportedly pushed back. This comes as the New York Times reports the studio is concerned actors will not be able to promote their own movies. Red carpet appearances, late night shows, promotional videos, and social media posts are all not allowed under the guidelines of the strikes. Historically, these tactics play a major role in building anticipation and excitement for the film's release. Just look at Barbie last month. And with the actor's strike nearly a month in, other major studios are reportedly considering adjustments to their release schedule as well. And that's it for this edition of The Current Report. For a deeper dive on all of these stories and more, check out thecurrent.com. We'll see you next week. 